Hi everybody, my name is Gordon Mogul JB and today is yet another exciting day. I'm very happy that I'm back again with yet the anticipated podcast that I have to put up for you, my fans, that I've been asking for it. And it's a new year. Today is the fifth day, a few hours into a new day, but it's the fifth day of January 2022. Well, this podcast was supposed to be coming in last year as we were winding up the year as as I had promised. But I got busy, I was on holiday trips and all these things, so I didn't make time to give you a fully certified podcast. So I decided that I should give myself enough time and do more research so that I can post up something that is very exciting and very nice. I am happy and excited to say that I am ready to present to you a podcast. And this is my other podcast that I uh, call life skills and it's been on underway i've been researching about it and i am ready to post it up so out there to all my listeners and fans that i know that i do not know thank you for taking off some time to listen to my podcast my anchor tracker for my listens has shown me that in the last podcast that i shared about marriage being overrated it had lots of listens in a time in a short time frame and I'm very honored for those and thankful to those that I that shared in your special groups, in your community places, wherever you are, those who listen over and over. Thank you so much. And I ask you that keep uh, sharing my podcasts all around. You can find my podcast on most of the podcast platforms, Anchor, Spotify, and quite a number of them. Just type in this. When you go to those applications, look for podcast, search for post- podcasts. When you search for podcasts, please go into uh, search again and put in Gordon Mogul JB. You'll only find my post, my podcast, sorry, when you go into the podcast session. Just like videos or music or audios or summons, you go into the podcast sessions. So, here we go. And again, once again, welcome again to listening to my podcast about life skills. Why did I choose life skills? Life skills, uh, those skills that enable individuals to adopt and cope with the demands and challenges of life. I went up to a little, I did, I did a little research on the internet place with the English in the dictionary plus the life experiences that I've gone through to come up with so many things that I'm going, uh, I'm going to share in, the, in this podcast. And by the end of it all, I'm pretty sure and very, I'm very sure that you will learn a thing or two and share with other people and uh, evaluate yourself and excite yourself and dig deep down yourself and then learn more and want to be a different person from whom you've been before you listen to this audio. So, every individual may have a list of skills they consider most essential in life and want to improve on them for a better career or to better themselves. Why do you need to learn life skills? Life skills are very important to all of us. And without, without it, we will fail in life. We cannot measure the significance of the below or probably of the discussed essential life skills that, are yet to, that I'm yet to put out for us in our lives. However, for your better understanding, I will discuss a few key points which will help you understand why you need to learn life skills and why skills are the demand of future. It helps you to develop self-confidence, first of all, and successfully deal with significant life challenges. 
having life skills also enables you to contribute positively to yours and other lives people developing and also develop expertise and experiences so when you talk about life skills it's not just a matter of life skills and then you move on it goes deeper than just having life skills so why you need to learn life skills as well it will help you understand and analyze every situation and come up with the right solution for a particular uh, situation it will help you in a professional and, prof- and personal growth so basically life skills are very good things and these life skills they're talking about they'll help you to weigh the evidence i mean what do we mean by weigh evidence because in so many ways life skills don't just be uh, for you or only for only use it even helps people around you to to make use of the skills that you've come across you've come with on different boats and then life skills are not just one skill but a combination of several skills let me say we don't say one we, we can't say one person has got only a communication skill so what that you have a communication skill upon having a, a communication skill you ought to have empathy and then other things that i'm going to discuss but here we are now i would ask you to get yourself a pen and a paper or probably your journal or probably your tab your macbook your laptop as you're listening in i want you to deep down focus and listen attentively to what we're going to speak about and the in in the few life skills that i'm going to share with you as you are there listening probably you're driving on a roadway probably you you're going you're waiting for a train pickup you're waiting for you're waiting for a cab or you you you're preparing a meal or you're doing something that is uh, take your time let me say in the kitchen baking you 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 you're, you're preparing your desserts you're uh, on a dinner date waiting for someone to turn up probably you're going for a paper you're in the park waiting you've gone for fishing you've gone you you you're in the lobby waiting for for the plane uh, you're also uh doing what you're also writing out some few notes and you need some encouragement or some motivation motivation sort of this is the right podcast for you today so here we go the 10 that i'm going to share with you life skills that are very important that i have acknowledged and i realize that people need and some people have and some people don't have but at the end of the 10 life skills that i'm going to share with you i'm very excited that you will not remain the same so life skill 1 is co- it's called communication skills so communication skills how are they important in our lives so as i told you get yourself a pen and a paper and then we start off at a good note and you will not lose it now communication skills most people are listeners others are hearers it is very hard to find a, a person who is both a listener and a hearer some people just listen and they stop there then a hearer will take it to another level he will hear he or she will hear what the other party is telling them and they'll understand for example i'll come to you and tell you i am depressed a listener will listen and stop there a hearer will listen and will ask me what is depressing you so life skill number 1 is learning about communication uh, then you you have a skill of listening and hearing so among the many life skills that we are going to talk about communication skill is the most important it helps us to express ourselves both verbally and non-verbally these skills help us express our opinions and desires the ability to communicate efficiently is vital 
in the areas of life. You need to communicate not only verbally but also through writing and even body language. Now, most people have got different types of body languages. When we talk about body languages, what will really, what will really uh, catch your mind will be the way people disrespect, the way people belittle, or the way people look down on you. Those are so many other ways. The way people flirt, the way people use body language to ask for advances or sex or whatever, bribe or something like that. But then you need to improve your communication skills, which includes active listening. When someone is talking to you, look to them straight in the eye. Pay attention. If you've been pressing your phone or typing on your tab, stop. You need to listen to these people. That is what we call active listening. Then we call public speaking. Public speaking is part of the communication skills. Most of the people can have all the, the good English, the accent and everything, beauty, body posture and everything, but they can't speak publicly. When you ask them to speak publicly, they'll start to stammer when they've never stammered in their lives. They'll start to shiver. They'll get goosebumps and all these things. But then it is because they lack some of these skills. But we are going to get better as we are listening into this podcast. So there's also verbal communication. Now, verbal communication is when we exchange verbally. You talk to me, I talk to you. That is verbal communication. There's also what we call written communication. Some people write down. They may say a novel, a book, an article in paper, a blog, a website, and all these things, a newsletter, whatever it is. But then at the end of the 400 words or 20 words, the, the reader cannot make sense out of what you wrote. That's because you lack the communication skills. These are not in every human soul, but very important. You have to know that they're very important. Your good communication skills will help you grow in life. Remember that. Your good communication skills will help you grow in life. And to be an excellent communicator, listen up. You don't need to be excellent with your English speaking. I remember when we were still studying, they would tell us you can be good at grammar, but then be poor at written English. And that's right. Some people can speak, but they cannot write. And you kind of wow, but this happens. But because communication skills and English communication skills are different, understand this place. There's what we call communication skills, and there's what we call English communication skills. So now when it comes to English communication skills, it is more of a language communication skill. You could be probably a French, a French-speaking person, or you speak Latino, or you speak German, or you speak Danish, you are good at that language in its communication skills. But then how you execute your Danish, your French, is also different. And you can learn both these skills and improve with proper communication skills training. What does that mean? You have to equip yourself with attaining language skills. You can get a certificate in a particular language because they will teach you how to communicate and then also how to deliver the content. We are moving on to uh, life skill to empathy. Now, empathy comes to a character. Empathy is not just empathy, as you can see. You, you, you don't have empathy for anything. But empathy in English is, it is the ability to understand and care about other people's needs, desires, and feelings. Now, when you're empathetic, you, when someone says, oh, I love Gordon because he's empathetic, or he has empathy, Gordon means that he cares for other people's needs. We have found so many selfish people or hypocrites who never care about other people. They step on them as they're climbing the ladder. They destroy everything about them and they never care whether you had food or you didn't. Everything they do is selfishly about them. But an empathetic person will understand other people's needs, other people's desires and other people's feelings, which is very, very important. Empathy plays a very important role while we communicate with others. Without empathy, 
our communication will be one-way traffic. And if you have a communication of one-way traffic, we will never move to another step. We will never understand what other people are doing. We will never appreciate what other people are telling us because it's always us, us, us. I come in a congregation, probably like a public speaker. I do not do research. I do not find out what those people want. But I will just come and speak, speak. And at the end of my speech, I will walk away. So it is just the one with traffic. So because I lack empathy in me, I will not have achieved what, I've had, what I have to achieve when I come to the society. So empathy can help us accept others the way they are, who may differ from ourselves. And trust me, we cannot be in a club of 100 people and we all have an agreement of doing one thing. We will have 90% say yes and 10% say no. And that is allowed in society. So this life skill will help you improve social interactions, especially in situations of ethnic or cultural diversity. When you cross from Africa and go to other continents, the things they see, these are normal things. The things they see, these are things that are part of them. Hugging, kissing, doing whatever people do, that is what they believe in in other societies. So because you lack empathy, you'll find like these are things done in Europe that are disturbing you. But yet to the Europeans, it's normal because for them they're exposed and they understand other people's needs, desires and feelings. I hope that is also clear. Then we'll move from empathy and we'll have, uh, we'll have to go to another topic which is exciting and people need to understand. Now, this is stress management. 78% of humans that I've come across wherever I go, they will tell you whether they've called you, whether they've sent you an email, whether they've talked to you about something, they'll say, you'll ask them, how are you doing? They'll be, I'm a little bit stressed. And then you, you, under, you try to understand, what are they stressed about? Stress is wrong beliefs, like I am not good enough. Stress is not when someone abuses you, attacks you, or financially constrained or what. Stress is wrong beliefs. Listen up, people. Stress is wrong beliefs, like I am not good enough, or something is wrong with me, because up to 90% of illnesses and diseases are caused scientifically. Quote, scientifically, studies have showed or have established that stress is the core factor in physical, mental, and emotional illnesses. Someone has got diabetes, someone has got a heart attack, someone has got lymphoma, someone has got uh, pressure, someone has got uh, trauma, and then, and, and then also tumor. These things started at a small rate. You're stressed about a relationship. You're stressed about not having a baby. You're stressed about being denied a visa. You're stressed about being denied citizenship. And then you, in, in your anger boils, a wrong belief boils thinking you are not good enough for this, something is wrong with you because you've been deported. Something is wrong with you because you've been denied a visa. That's how it builds up. But effective stress management will help you to be more productive and happier. The goal is to have a balanced life with time for work, relationships and fun. And therefore, learning how to manage stress is one of the key life skills which you need to learn. Some life skills are developed along the way. Now, if you're not among us people, you cannot say you're stressed. If you live alone in your own condo, in your own apartment, you will not be stressed. The things that will stress you will be a little bit probably when they've switched off, when power goes off, there's no running water in the bathroom, and, oh, and then, and, and then uh, gas is running out, gasoline from your car is running out. These things will stress you. But then, the ability to overcome them is in you. 
you will say, I'm not distressed over this. Let me turn my entire frustration into something beautiful. You can choose to read a book. You can choose to write and uh, to write something. You can choose to catch a movie that's exciting. You can choose to read a Bible. You can choose to listen to good music that soothes your soul. So stress management is also something you need to understand that you need to have a life skill of managing stress. Then we move on from that number. Then we go to number four about uh, life skills decision making so many people have failed on, on on this part of decision making but what do we mean by decision making decision making is a life skill very very essential for making decisions in our lives many people have made wrong decision when it comes to marriage when it comes to having kids when it comes to traveling to relocating from one country to the other then also buying property buying a car which car should i buy according to the roads and where you are and the taxes that come along, getting, uh, well, accumulating wealth, uh, resigning from work, and then asking for a, a salary promotion, a salary increment, then asking for promotion. There's so many other things that come along decision-making. But why do we fail? Decision-making, it teaches us, me and you, how to make decisions depending on the situation and current conditions. Let's say, when your boss asks you, to resign or to be fired here is a critical skill that you need it's a life skill you sit back where the chances that you've been having when you stay in this company and then see will you survive or not or should you choose quitting when you have when you still have the ability to go and your esteem is still high so that is also a life skill of making a decision of either going or staying you make are you are you getting my points so you can learn how to be a good how to be good at decision making and with the help of this skill you can make decisions effectively remember decision making skills include creative thinking super you're creative but you're thinking you need to focus you don't just come out of the blue and make a decision focus on the the advantages and disadvantages that come along with the decision you're going to take prioritization you have to prioritize your decisions before you go in to decide and also it is time management there is when they've told you the flight is leaving or the plane is leaving in the two in two minutes and let me say you choose then you have to pee there you need to be fast focused creative prioritize if i go to the bathrooms or washrooms to <coughs> excuse me have a little bit cold but i have to do this audio then you put two things together should I go pee or should I go get the flight? You are forgetting that on plane, there are washrooms where you can go and ease yourself. So you have to be critical. You have to be creative. You have to be fast enough. So there is a step-by-step decision-making process that can help you make more thoughtful and relevant decisions. This method increases the chances that you will make the right decision. These steps include identify the decision that you want to go for. That's like pick one decision that you can go for. Like, let me say, identify, let me, I want a house. These are the bedrooms that I want in the house. These are the bathrooms that I want in the house. According to how many people we are, because I don't believe that if you're one person or probably a couple, a man or a woman, whatever sex it is, that you choose to go for as a couple, and you choose to live in a house of 10 bedrooms with six bathrooms, with a big compound. Yes, it could be luxury, but for two people in that space, that is not right. Then you also have to gather relevant information about 
let me say property now so many families so many people so many couples individuals wants to go for mortgages there's car mortgage there's a house mortgage there's mortgage everywhere before you go for that mortgage because you've seen a friend of yours driving a car a friend of yours has got a house and you want to go for a mortgage because you want to feel like your friend does it make sense for you to have a mortgage please gather relevant information before you go for that mortgage because some mortgages are stringent they will they'll stop you from having fully fully not full, fully they will stop you from fully enjoying that mortgage you will only enjoy after servicing that mortgage to zero balance so gather relevant information about things identify the, the alternatives like have options before you go for a particular thing before you decide to get married before you decide to have ch children before you decide to fly before you decide to go back to school before you decide this and the other identify other alternatives there are so many other options that you can do so many people have achieved masters or phds when they've not gone back to school like sitting in a classroom they've done online they've attended trainings and workshops they've done tests uh, and they have passed these tests then you also have to weigh the evidence think through truths like i mean how much truth do you know about getting a car loan that also helps us is the truth that you've gathered about getting a car loan enough for you to go ahead and make a decision about it choose among alternatives i mean so many alternatives around choose among the other alternatives don't just go for one because your neighbor went for one because your friend or your boss gave you an option choose from the alternatives like take a peek out of the 10 options that you've been given alternatives have been given pick one that you feel you can handle not one that the other person handled but according to you and your efforts and abilities choose one take action just move on. immediately you the moment you you pick one the moment you weigh evidence the, main, the moment you gather knowledge the moment you identify alternatives and also have decided take action there and then do not sit back because you've seen what you want and then wait take action move on pick that mortgage go for that loan and then review your decision and its consequences that is do evaluation after all this self-evaluation is always good it helps you to understand where you went from and where you you need to improve and where you're perfect so review your decisions and its consequences it will help you on having the best decision making skills so we move on also to our decision to our life skill number five i hope you're writing and getting there it is coping with emotions now many people are, are struggling with emotions for example many people have divorced the other time i was talking to a fellow colleague of mine uh, he's a lawyer and he told me gordon i have worked on six divorce cases in 2021 and on this coke and on these divorce cases these are friends of mine who have gotten married at, 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 between the ages of 28 to 32 and they have not been in marriage for over a year by the divorcing that is quite absurd but then you need to understand in life you have to have the skills that i'm talking about you need to cope up with emotions that is a life skill that you need to understand so how are we going to go about this is our feelings are an indicator of our well-being you'll find someone who's happy that is a feeling being happy is a feeling it is not an action 
being happy is a feeling and that's an indicator that that person is happy so developing this life skill will help you eliminate negative thinking and bring in positive vibes this can be a dramatically life-changing skill which you must learn now deeping, dig, digging further deep in coping with emotions many people have got emotions because you expect people to side by you when you're even in wrong or something wrong and people do not side by you you will get angry you'll get bitter with yourself and with the people around you and then it, it will distract you from seeing the good in a situation it will distract you from seeing so many things that will come out of you understanding that it's actually you in the wrong so when you try to understand that you are failing to cope up with your emotions try to get enough knowledge try to 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 liaise be around with people who will help you uh, realize that coping up with your feelings is a good thing to differentiate between negative and positive vibes because anything for you to succeed to succeed and have success in anything first you have to be positive drop the negativity but does that, that doesn't mean that along the way you will not find negative uh, people negative situations negative things amidst all the negativity choose to be the positive vibe and this will help you that's why i close off that that life skill of coping up with emotions with line that this can be dramatically life-changing skill which you must learn dramatically just ignore uh, the emotions that come to you but learn to be positive in every emotion we move on to our life skill number six remember i said the attend so i'm trying to take you through and i'm hoping someone out there is writing you can do a replay you can do a rewind till you get all these life skills written down i'll give you a summary of them at the end of this podcast so we're moving on to life skill number six which is critical thinking now not all of us have got critical uh, critical thinking skill but what is critical thinking critical thinking skill is the ability to analyze information and experiences objectively Did you quote that analyze information and experience uh, experiences objectively now this critical thinking is usually used in organizations where they usually work in places where they have to deal with people like emergencies let me say in a hospital in a hospital i work in a hospital setup and uh and uh i've also worked in in, in a low firm setup so i'm 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 of all seasons then it calls for sometimes when you have to do critical thinking there's a case that you need to handle there's when there's submissions that need to handle to to submit in then at hospital there's when they bring a uh, there's when they bring a patient it's an emergency there you do not have enough time for you to think about so many things it is critical thinking what happens immediately what do you do to save a life what do you do to save a case or to save a, to save someone from going to to jail so this skill can contribute to our personal development and growth remember every skill that i'm talking about here it it contributes to your personal growth and uh, prosperity and wealth accumulation because if you have these life skills trust you if i sit you in a boardroom setting with someone who comes to me and tells me they have phd they have masters they have degrees they have first class upper and everything that is good the cg point was at this but if they don't have life skills they will not beat a person with a life skill you know what because phd and whatever it is that is paperwork but life skills these are practical things that help one to survive in the ever-changing world 
So the, this, uh, the critical thinking skill contributes to our personal development and growth by helping us identify and access the factors that influence attitudes and behavior, such as values. What are your values as a person? Because if the other person has got values, values that say, I will not steal. My values tell me I will not steal. My values tell me I will not deny, uh, I will not deny people uh, a chance to be happy. I will not lie. I will not compromise. Those are my values and many more. And then when peer pressure comes, when you see people go or uh, they say, let's go and kill, let's go and rob a bank, let's go and do this. Because of peer pressure, you will stand in critical thinking and say, I will not do that. And then when others, and then in the media, now with social media, people are running to social media. People have like 10 accounts. There's TikTok, there's Instagram, there's Snapchat, there's Twitter, there's WeChat, there's email, there's WhatsApp, there's Telegram, there's Viber. Then, and you choose to say, yes, they can be on every social media platform, but I will not be there because of your reasons. Some people on social media or their own media because of uh, their, low, their esteem is too low and they want to prove a point to the world. Others use it as a hobby, others use it as therapy, but are you doing the same thing? When others choose to move on with their lives, are you doing the same thing? No, no, no. So critical thinking helps us to not do a bandwagon thing, to helps us not to do what other people are doing. It helps me to be me as Gordon Mogul JB. That is what critical thinking is all about. So we move on to our number seven as another life skill, which is creative. There is critical thinking and then there's creative thinking. Now, creative thinking, this means thinking outside the box. This is beautiful. Yes, thinking outside the box. All of us are supposed to be thinkers of outside the box. We are given equal opportunities. We are given equal chances. We are given so many options. And at the same time, we are the same people, sometimes same age, sometimes uh, the same skin color. We come from the same continent. We have the same parents. We literally, we are probably triplets or twins or quadruplets. But then what makes me different from my other twin sister? What makes me different from my other friend? What makes me different from a classroom of 200 students? It is thinking outside the box. And what brings of thinking about outside the box? That is creative thinking. We're given an assignment to go do, to go do research, let me say, about uh, Bitcoin. And we're given the same equipment, the same amount of money, and the same amount of funding. And out of the 10 people, our sponsors, our funders, expect us to give a report on what we found out there. It's only a creative thinker who will come back with an amazing report and they've done that because they've thought outside the box outside the syllabus outside the requirements outside the procedure outside the process that was given so it is the ability to think realistically and understand the logic between ideas you need to understand the logic between the between you need to understand the logic between the ideas that have been shared learning how to be creative is very important I have come across so many creative children, creative kids, and I am very impressed. I've come across amazing creative humans, and you're like, wow, this is amazing. And you said, I wish all of us in this world were all creative thinkers, but it can't be all at the same time. It takes time. So, as creative thinking will help you identify, analyze, and systematically solve problems more than any other person. You don't have to be a doctor to analyze a particular situation. You don't have to be a lawyer 
to analyze a particular case. It is creative thinking that will help you analyze. There is always that first thought that comes in that you need to fight with. Should I go to court? Should I settle down this? Should I do this amicably? Should we go for mediation? Should we, uh, should we, should we, should we bribe? Should we do? It is all creative thinking. Now, this will also help individuals and organizations to be more productive. In, our, in today's era, creative thinkers are highly valued and according to research, the creative group revealed the top areas for creative, think, for creative, for creative thinkers and they are, they are hired where in, places of, where in places where they're needed as where there's creative development, where there's digital marketing, social media marketing strategy. We have seen so many people, so many companies endorse uh, social media uh, celebrities, social media people with a huge following. Let me say TikTok, Snapchat, WhatsApp, and then these people are used to 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 promote a product, promote a brand because they are creative thinkers. They think outside the box. They get onto their phones, onto their social medias, and they do something that is exciting that the world has never seen, and this becomes viral. So also, these creative thinkers are also using user interface and interaction designs. Now you've seen with the, the rise of Webinar zoom the group the google meetings the microsoft live uh, spaces twitter spaces these creative thinkers have come up with ideas and they are needed in the user interface and interaction design now we also see creative thinkers in doing web and mobile development we've seen the rise of web uh, of uh, mobile money uh, we've seen the rise of websites interactive websites where you can talk to someone over the other side and also uh, and many other things are under the, mo the the web and mobile development, and then under the uh, the creative thinking area where creative thinkers are needed, visual designs. Now, way back we used to watch TV black and white, and then evolution came. Then we went to laptops. Then we went to uh, projectors and all these things. Now we have smart TVs. The creation of smart TVs has blown me away so much that it is beyond what I could explain about smart TVs. But still, the visual design has come with 5D, 3D, uh, 4D, and it is amazing. So creative thinkers, kudos, and those of you want to be creative thinkers, I welcome you on board, and I want to see what you're gonna do, what you have for us out there. And our life skill number eight, two more to go, and we'll be winding up this podcast. It's a, learning it's a learning session this time around. It's quite a different podcast because life skills are quite wide. But I'm sharing the top 10 that I know you will pick up one and relate with and polish your life skills at the end of the day. So number eight is problem solving skills. Now, many companies would love to hire people or probably all companies love to hire people who are problem solvers. My current boss tells me that I want problem solvers on my team. I don't want problem causes. I don't want people who give, who give excuses. I want problem solvers. Now, that is a skill that many people don't know. Uh, employers want to hire problem solvers. We have a gadget. We need it to work. The printer is failing all the time. The computer is not malfunctioning all the time. Uh, food is not served on time. Our clients are complaining about customer care. Uh, the clients are complaining about not getting feedback. So the employer will employ a particular person or different people's specialities in these areas. But what are they looking for? Pro uh, they're looking for problem-solving people. People have skills in, in solving problems of, let me say, dissatisfied clients, 
uh, IT issues in the company, and why, and, and then also creating traffic of uh, of clients to a particular company. They are looking for someone who can do that. So problem solving skills are a key life skill which helps us to deal with problems which we have in our lives quickly and effectively without wastage of time. A boss or an employer wants someone who will find a solution as there and then as soon as possible. Not one will say, oh, give me some time. I will work on this next week or tomorrow. No. Significant unresolved problems may cause mental stress and give rise to physical strain and depression. When someone talks to you about a situation and they expect you to solve a problem and you give them a long process of solving the problem, this is what you're going to cause. You're going to cause mental stress because the person will want to figure out what should I do right now. You're going to give rise to physical strain and depression. These are not enough. We have seen so many people abroad in the Western world suffering from depression, suffering from anxiety, suffering from mental breakdowns. This is not good. But there are five steps which we use in problem solving and these are must. First of all, analyze the problem. Understand what's the cause of the problem. Then number two, generate interventions. Give a solution. Then number three, evaluate the solutions that you're giving. Are they working? Are they workable with? Are they friendly? Number, number four, implement a plan. Number five, assess the solution's effectiveness. I mean, if I come and I have a tumor, one, analyze what caused the tumor. It's a brain tumor. What caused it? It could be genetical. It could be in my blood. I have clots in my blood and they keep coming. I need to fix a solution. Number two, now we found out that I have a tumor. Generate interventions. How can we get rid of the tumor? There's medication, there's surgery, there's therapy. Number three, evaluate the solutions to these. If we go for, for if we, if we choose to go for surgery, let's evaluate which surgery is is possible. Do we have to go under seizures? Do we have to go under uh, under the theater, under the knife, and then they cut, they split the entire brain this from the other side, or do we have to focus on a particular area that we will work upon to get out the tumor? Implement a plan on how to remove this tumor, and then assess the solutions' effectiveness. When you cut me out and get out the tumor, please assess the effectiveness of this solution. Now, that was problem solving, uh, problem solving skill. Number nine, that is the second last problem solving skill. And I'll let you go uh, to your other things. Interpersonal skills now interpersonal skills is an amazing one interpersonal skills how can we relate with them interpersonal skills are skills that we use every day when we interact with people like wake up in the morning find someone at the elevator it is of more discipline to say hello to someone you find by the bus stop if you're all waiting for the same train the same bus it's very important and respectful to make way for someone who wants to pass by you other than you standing in the way and blocking them. It's very important to greet your workmates when you get into office. It's very important to pick that cup off the floor and put it on the table. It's very important to switch off the computer as you're exiting work. It's very important to switch off the lights as you're going to, as you're going to go to bed. It's very important to stop the running water that is from running in the bathroom and no one is using it. And it's very important to flush when you go to the toilet after using the toilet. It's very important to close the bathroom door when you're having a shower. It's very important to switch off the TV 
when you're really exhausted and you want to sleep. It's very important to lock your house doors and windows when you're going to sleep. So what does this help us to do? This skill helps us to connect with the people we interact with and also helps us in our day-to-day -day life. Some people are born with such skills. However, everyone of us can learn to improve and, and, uh, and hone these skills with proper practice. There's what we call teamwork, there's what we call communication, empathy, negotiation skills, and decision-making skills are part of interpersonal skills that are worth practicing. Now, this reminds me, one, one time years ago, we went for a company retreat. So, my boss was telling me something. I, I reckon it was, it was something. Then I told him, uh, over lunch, we, we had gone in a lunch break. Then he was telling me something and I told him, I, I don't think I can do that. That's not really me. So, he only told me uh, that, so you want to say you are... You are not you you, uh, you 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 are not you're not you're not you're not designed to change. You as in you're static. You're created like that. You build like that. Then I realized that he tried to mean that you can always change. It's never too late to change. So you can always, even you out there listening to this podcast. You can always change. You can't say me. I was born stupid. I was born big-headed. I was born stubborn. I was born this and the other. And you say you want to change. At the end of the day, it is you losing up because. This is day-to-day -day life. You need to have to you have need to have teamwork with your people at church, at work, at home. You need to have communication skills with everyone, even with your house help, even with the pilot, even with the cleaner, even with any other person. Empathy for people you find by the streets. Empathy by every other person that you look at there and you think you're better than them. You need to have empathy for them. Negotiation skills are helping. Yes, you might have the money, but then you need to negotiate for that negotiate for that car that you want. You need to negotiate for a car. You don't the things the price for the things is not always what they sell them for. You can come and negotiate for a price. You can come and negotiate for anything. And it's beautiful. And you walk away. And also, you also have to have decision-making skills, which is part of interpersonal skills, and this is worth practicing. I love this. I love this. I love the interpersonal skills. And now, as we are ending up, we are going to talk about the self-awareness skill. This is beautiful. The self-awareness skill. Now, the self-awareness skill is an amazing one. And then we will never, we will never, never, never look back. After listening to this podcast, after learning all these things, it's going to be an amazing situation and an amazing fresh life for you because you have learned things that you didn't know that probably you have missed you've been, you 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 didn't know that actually exist or you've been not wanting to know or probably been skipping or not giving attention to them but then our life skill number 10 and this is our last life skill this is self awareness now self awareness or self actualization is a skill that helps us to do self-analysis, self-evaluation, self-this. I mean, it's about you, 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 yes, you, yes, exactly you, not the person next to you. You listening to this podcast. It helps you find and know your strengths, your weaknesses, and your character. Many people are failing on so many things because they are pretending to be what they're not to be. Others are failing because they're trying to please people and yet they know they can't do that. 
I cannot be a pilot because I have not studied the the techniques of, of flying a plane in space. I'm not an I'm not an, an astro an astronaut. I'm not a meteorologist. I am not a doctor. I am not a a, a, a miner. I'm not a gold, I'm not a goldsmith. I am not a cobra. I am not a farmer. I am not I'm not this this the other because I have not attained skills. But I can be if I sit down and me and myself realize what abilities I have. What are the strengths that I have? I can fly a plane if I if I think harder and I learn what it takes. But I cannot become a goldsmith because my weakness is I fear being in darkness. And for the goldsmiths, they go deep down to dig the gold. They have the torch on their head, but me, I fear. Then my character, I know I do not want to stress again. I don't want to stress a lot, but I'm learning to avoid stress and manage stress because we've talked about stress management in one of the life skills. So developing the last, developing the, the developing the the essential life skill, this self awareness skill will help you and me recognize when we are stressed and under pressure. It is often a a, pre a prerequisite to effective communication and interpersonal relations and for developing empathy with others. Now, as we're winding up, these are the few things that I need to understand. Why, why teach life skills? We teach life skills because in many ways, we use different life skills every day, like communication skills, teamwork, creativity, stress management, emotional intelligence, and many more. There are also a few life skills which will help us earn money. Many of them, communication skills, I've seen so many people paid to teach an entire team of 300 people on communication skills because if you're not a good communicator, your message will not be received across all borders. But then, you also have to understand that life skills are important for the promotion of healthy life, life development. It also helps to prepare young people for the challenging social circumstances. That's what I told you when I said that get me people who have PhDs, first class upper, in a boardroom for an interview, and get me people who have life skills. Now, these life skills prepare young people who have no idea where they're going to stand, to, to stand out of the crowd by being exemplary and being practical with the life skills they've learned. So, they come out in this changing social circumstance amazingly. And in everyday life, the development of life skills helps individuals to develop a sense of self-awareness, do the situational analysis, and make decisions, find alternative ways of thinking and problem-solving, build confidence. That is very exciting, to build confidence. Let me repeat for you the 10, and then I will wind up. The 10 life skills that I've shared is one, communication skills, there's empathy, stress management, decision-making skills, coping with emotions, critical thinking, creative thinking, problem-solving skills, interpersonal skills, self-awareness skills. Now, I want to take this opportunity to thank you all for listening in, and I'm very happy and excited. And in conclusion, I want to say thank you always for listening in to my podcasts. Now, if you're out there 
and you want more of my podcasts, please go to any podcast platform, search for podcasts, under podcast, search for Gordon Muggle JB. For any information or feedback, please look out for me on social medias. I am using the same names, Gordon Muggle JB, on all social medias that I am on. That is Snapchat, Twitter, um, what's, uh, sorry, Twitter, tele, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and which one? Facebook. And if you need to say anything or you need to reach out to me for feedback, for anything you want me to talk about, for any discussion and any any community uh, share about anything, you can write to me an email on jengobulesa at gmail.com. That's J-E-N-G-O-B-U-L-E-S-A at gmail.com. Or you can call me on plus 256 Four, three. For more information, you can reach me on those platforms. I love you all and be blessed. Till we meet again, have a good time. Mm-hmm.